Hi, I'm Bill Arnold. Thank you for listening to this podcast. There are many more podcasts available at MyFaithRadio.com. Your support makes this possible. Thank you. And a warm welcome to the afternoon show. I'm Bill Arnold. I'm so glad to be spending time with you today. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. And as always, you know I love Mondays. And I look forward to uh, the time that we have. And I hope if you are a person that listens to the podcast, you had a great day and you're just enjoying uh, Faith Radio right now. I, first of all, want to fuss like crazy over what happened last week, but I'm going to Ask Patrick Albanese, my first guest, to come fuss with me. Patrick, welcome. Ah, yes, I'm here. I, I you know, I didn't get the pre-fuss warning. <laughs> that would have helped. Well, it is time to fuss, and I, I have to say, after last week's spring fundraiser, yes, the gifts that came in, the generosity that poured into the studio, was so overwhelming to me that they had smelling salts because I would kind of momentarily pass out. Then they revived me with smelling salts. And that happened a lot, wow. so I'm just really happy to say that the studio still smells like salt. Well, so you'll be awake for the show. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you yeah. get the? I sent you. I sent in. Um, it was a Borders Bookstore gift card. You sent that to me. Oh, I sent that in. Yeah, it's just a donation. I thought that'd be kind of handy. Borders Bookstores. It had like twelve dollars and fifty-two cents left on it. They're closed. They're out of business. So I, I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> I thought maybe somebody could use it. I'll send you some Montgomery Ward ones, too. I appreciate that. You know, I did that once. I had a stack of gift cards, and it occurred to me that I no longer knew how much was on some of these cards. So I spent a couple hours one day. There must have been eight or ten cards, and maybe it was an hour, and I found out what the totals were. And they ranged anywhere from $0.38 to like $112. And I thought... This is so weird because here's all these gift cards and I did not know the value of them at the time. I checked the balances and it's not unlike not knowing who we are uh, in Christ. I mean, sometimes we, we don't know our identity well. We don't know what is ours. We don't understand fully what God has gifted us with and what God has blessed us and given us. And so it's sometimes uh, important to take a, a reminder and, and remember of all the things that God has spoken into our lives as to who we are in Him. Yeah, I like that. Oh, well, you know, and there was a time with gift cards. I think if if you failed to use it, it basically became worthless. Mm-hmm. I think laws actually had to be passed. They said, you know, that's kind of like stealing, <laughs> isn't? And and I remember I worked in a restaurant many moons ago. Uh, and they used to talk about, well, you know, push the gift certificates around the holiday time, you know, because their numbers said that something like 30% of them didn't ever get returned. So yeah. it was like free money for the business. Of course. They said, well, we get the money up front. And we never have to deliver the product. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's always, you know, your gift card from God is always redeemable. Well, <laughs> you've done this before because yeah. we've had this conversation before where you are you're interested to buy something and then you realize you've you've already purchased it and it's sitting in a shrink wrap somewhere in your in your basement. So uh, we we lose sight of all the beautiful promises that God gives us and all the amazing gifts that God gives us. And I, I think we have to study his word 
and go over scripture and be reminded of our true identity in Christ and what promises he has made to us. And I'm going to read Proverbs 16. Hi, I'm Bill Arnold. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm going to read Proverbs. That's just a little interruption, but that's no big deal. Um, Okay. I'm going to read Proverbs 16. Um, Let's see. Uh, what, can I get to it faster than you? Yeah, you probably did, because I, I sent it to you, didn't I? <laughs> you did send it to me. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's the last yeah, my, my, it's the last couple of verses. I'll read it to you. Um, yeah. You make, you known, make known to, to me, me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. So we know what's ahead. We know that this is the speck of life, and what's ahead is God's glorious kingdom, where we will have unending joy and pleasures at his right hand. Which, by the way, I'm a big fan of, of, of all those things. <laughs> I am too. The, un, the unending joy. And, you know, it's, it's funny how you can, you know, you can go through your life and everything can be great and you can still find something to complain about. I don't know why we are that way. I know this is a conversation we've had multiple times about. You Just as you get older, you know, you can lament maybe – you know, I don't want to say regrets or mistakes you made or things you wish you knew earlier or things that as you get older, you say, well, I can't do the things I used to do when I was younger. And 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 you say, but your life is wonderful. And here you are and 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 your your eye is off the prize, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 who does that serve? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's got to be very frustrating on God's behalf sometimes to say, boy, oh, boy, these people, <laughs> you know. It's, it's, look how wonderful your life is. Look at this wonderful thing you've been gifted. Please look at the right things. Mm-hmm. And if we, if we have a heart of gratitude and we cultivate that every day, I know that we will have less of those feelings in life. Yeah. Now, yeah. having said that, and, having said that. Yes. <laughs> having said that. Having said this, that. This is the usual, like, having said that, well, I'm that, now going to change courses. No, yeah, that's, I'm not. That, that's the transi- yeah. transitional expression. Having said that, now we're going to move on to yeah. something else. Um, just coming off a week of spring fundraising, which was a blast. And it was so amazing to connect with so many listeners across so many States. I think 31 States. Does that sound about right? Ryan shaking his head. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. 31 States and, uh, people from all over are saying, yeah, we love faith radio and we want to support it. And these are people with, that have, that are kingdom minded. They want to know Christ and make him known. They want God's word to go out throughout all four corners of the earth. So anyway, I love that. And yet I read that one in four Americans believe that heaven is a reward for good behavior. So there's still a lot of work to do. Yeah, who's going to be the judge of that, by the way, whether whether the behavior was good enough. You know, right. One of, one of my, my frequent sayings, of so many, you know, <laughs> as, as you know, I always say I'm, I'm a round peg in a square hole. I fit, but I leak. Um, but uh, I, I, whenever there's, you know, somebody discussing something like it could be this, you know, whatever, you know, we're going to come up with these new codes for this. I always like to say, who gets to be on the panel? You know, who's on the panel? Can I be on it? Mm-hmm. Who gets to decide? Can I be on the panel? I would like to be the person that makes some of these decisions because I know that for a fact, I would go quite easy on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I'd say, what, it looks like, you know, the things that I do, 
I'm pretty darn sure those are okay. Mm-hmm. But there's it's those other people. There seems to be a, an incredible uh, tendency more now than ever to view scripture through a cultural lens when in fact we have to uh, view the cultural uh, through a biblical lens. We, we can't say this is what the culture is uh, doing, therefore this must be what scripture means. And it's precisely the opposite. This is what scripture teaches, therefore this is how we should see the culture. But now, in, in this is certainly the human condition from the beginning of time. Uh, we there are we we just want things to be a certain way, don't we? I mean, we just want them to be a certain way. We don't often we you know we're you can't handle the truth, right? Yeah. And uh, because uh, you know, often when you're trying to make a decision on something, it's like, well, you know, kind of look at the thing you're avoiding doing. That's probably the right thing to do. Look at the thing that's going to be more difficult. Look at the thing that involves maybe a little bit of sacrifice or uh, just, uh, you know, it, it won't be as fun, shall we say, you know, the life that you want to live. You'd say, well, I think let's, if I get to choose, I think these things are okay. I mean, we just, we, we, you can make the correct decision if you say, well, really, if I look at it through that biblical lens, it might be a little bit more difficult. The reason why I'm trying to look at it through my human lens is because I would like it to be other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another uh, Patrick Albanese-ism uh, is shortcuts are often dead ends. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. a human human nature as well, as we always look for something that might be a little easier or we think that it's, it's going to be a shortcut. And, I, and I'm with you on that. I think shortcuts are often dead ends. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of alcohol and drug addiction comes from that shortcut to feeling good, mm-hmm. and uh, very often leads to the dead end of uh, this didn't work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I I got the temporarily, I got the shortcut, I got to the feeling good real quickly thing, and then I felt horrible for a long period mm-hmm. of time. So yeah, shortcuts are often dead ends. Mm-hmm. You know? And you have to stay engaged in God's word. You have to study it, and you have to put it in your heart because. There was a, a popular author speaker that we both heard last weekend that said something that was really quite shocking to us, which we're going to discuss when we come back from the break. Um, it was someone that we both respect, and we, no. we know this person not to be a Christian, yet the level of ignorance was um, amazing. We'll talk about that when we come back after the break. Thank you for listening today. This is Bill, and I'm with my friend Patrick. And as we get our Monday started, I always say a merry heart is like good medicine. We'll be right back. Hi there, and welcome. If you are a new listener, we want to officially welcome you with a free welcome packet gift. Request yours today at myfaithradio.com. Welcome to the show. If you just tuned in, so glad you uh, have made time for the program today. I'm Bill Arnold with Patrick Albany. He's my friend and colleague from the great state of Iowa. And Patrick uh, and I love to look at life from the lighter side, but we are uh, completely committed to uh, God's word. And we also uh, don't take ourselves very seriously, which is kind of nice as well. Um, and, and very few people do. I know. So, uh, we both heard uh, over the weekend uh, an author, a speaker that we both respect and admire who does not uh, profess Christianity, but he was talking about Adam and Eve choosing 
a full life over a safe life. That was his comment, that they chose a full life over a safe life with all the, the pain and the joys that are available in life. When you take risks, that's when you feel the depth of life. And, and he felt that Adam and Eve, instead of living a blissful life, they chose a full yeah. life over a safe life. And frankly, I was quite shocked by that. Uh, yeah, I, I, it really puzzled me as well because I, I thought, well, you know, first off, I, I, I don't know if, if if it were true that that was the, you know, here's your choices, here are your options, mm-hmm. you know, door number one, door number two, so to speak, right? I don't think they were they would have been able to fully understand the risk that they were taking because why would you, you know, it's it, – if if you were to say, well, let's see, I have everything I need. All my needs are met. It's a blissful life. It's a perfect life. It's 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 you know, like he said, blissful. He used that was it. All you said was blissful. blissful. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You know what would be better is to have some really down times. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was not part of the deception from from yeah. uh, Satan. No, no, there's Satan's only upside. Pr- promise was it's like no. You you think this is good? It's, I can make it better. Yes. This will be better. You know, it, it, it's it's why they've made, you know, um, 500 Hollywood movies that say, you know, whenever there's the, the deal with the devil, you go, oh, I didn't see that little fine print down there where things fell apart and everything went the wrong way. It's like, yeah, those are the deals with the devil. They're always – so, you know, if they did – you know, when when they're making this choice, I don't think they were saying, you know, I think it's worth the risk. I don't think they thought there was any risk. They, I think they they were promised it was going to be better. Mm-hmm. And Patrick, you and I both know because we've done work in with people in recovery that they're only told at the beginning of a, a drug experience that this will be wonderful with, uh, and it'll be a great night, and you will have the best time. And as a matter of fact, yeah. I'll give you your first. Your first try for free. How about that? What's the downside? What's the downside? Yeah. What? Yeah. No, did, no did, obligation. No yeah. salesman will call. Did Satan? Right. Did Satan say to Adam and Eve, "You will be disobeying a holy God, and you will lose no, favor"? No. No. no it's well, like he, he you, convinced them God was basically withholding from them. Yeah. <laughs> that he's like that. You're not disobeying. He's he's not even telling you the whole story. There's so much more. You could be like you him. Could, you could be like him, mm-hmm. uh, which, yeah, not too uh, different than the experience a lot of people have. You know, my brother had his drug problems, and like you were saying, uh, you know, and when my brother got through his, uh, through, you know, well, lots of, let's just say side roads in life that led to some not so great places, you know, and I was a few years younger than him, he would say, you know, he goes, just, if you just never try, never start, he says, if he says, do people try drugs? They think, well, let me try it. He's like, well, you're going to like it. He says, of course, you're, you're people, he goes, everybody that tries these drugs likes them. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They do as advertised. He said, and that's the downfall. That's what sets you on the path that one time. He says, so if you don't try, you won't fall in love with it and you won't have to have it. And then you won't start breaking laws to get it. Right. <laughs> you know? uh, and, and, and ruining families over it. Uh, and, you know, Adam and Eve obviously fell for a deception. I just don't think that this was a willing thing when they said, we we accept the terms of that offer. They had no idea what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Plus, as we t- talked about this 
over the last couple of days, we did mention there there was really no downside that was being presented to them. There wasn't anything that said you could have the knowledge in the mind of God, but there could be some other things that go with it. Right, right. It's like going to that timeshare presentation <laughs> <laughs> and saying, as I understand it, I'm getting a dinner for a steak dinner for two out of this. <laughs> right. And you also have a couple of nine inch black and white TVs, I bet, sitting around in your garage. Yeah, yeah. They never did work. Right. But they uh, they are cable ready. That, that's um, right. I don't think there was, I don't think anybody presented anybody, the guy. I don't think Satan presented the downside to it. And, you know, how typically human, we don't often like to hear the downside to things. Yeah, we we, we often like to say, no, 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 it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm always torn, you know, in my, in my youth, I would ignorantly be just this most positive, upbeat guy and say, what could possibly go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I would adventure into endeavors where I learned a lot, developed maybe a new skill, but it was incredibly difficult. You know, it uh, was one of these, we say, well, if I had known all those things ahead of time, I would have not done that. Mm-hmm. And in retrospect, I look back, I go, oh, I was grateful for my ignorance because now I'm glad I learned what I learned from that experience. You know, uh, I, I, I just wouldn't have done a lot of these things if I would have known how difficult they were going to be. Uh, and these are just things in life. These aren't, you know, taking risks that are promising something. I, I tend to be very leery of things that promise something. They say, well, you know, I don't, how can you deliver that? And mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have done any better against a, a serpent in a garden, you know, who's saying, this looks pretty good, mm-hmm. this deal. Yeah. Yeah. But when, when we analyze the encounter that Adam and Eve had with the serpent, again, a reminder that it was all upside and there was deception and with enticing things comes the possibility of a deception um, and also a downside that should be discussed among the community of believers. If somebody hears something that's really outstanding and sounds too good to be true, Talk to people about it. Say, so this is what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, isn't this interesting, though? There, there are no deals offered in life that have no downside except one. And that's to accept, accept Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's all upside. It's now, all upside. There might, be some difficult, there might be some difficulty in this life because there might be Plan some people it. that, yeah, yeah. Plan on Plan it. On it. Yes. Yeah. Jesus said, they in this world, say, well, you, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Yeah. But for the most part, you say only one deal has ever been offered. It says, and I, didn't, I hate to call it a deal, but you know, I'm, I'm just using the vernacular that yeah. we're participating in. Only one time has something been offered that says, there is nothing but upside here. And yet this is the one that people struggle with mm-hmm. at times. They go, why am I having a hard time accepting this deal? But they'll accept the deal that has downside all over the place. Mm-hmm. But reject yeah. the one that says nothing but upside. Mm. Human condition. Well, Depravity. Human condition. Yep. I'm not liking that part of the human condition thing. Are we still human? Oh, yeah. But we have yeah. to pray for the people in our circle of influence who we know are outside of God's family, who are lost, who are living their lives uh, apart from God, and that we can pray that the Holy Spirit will come and start to get in their 
face, <laughs> so they can say, <laughs> so they can say to you, "Hey, Patrick, I know, I know that you're what one of those Christian guys. So, I don't know. Could we have a conversation sometime? And if you've prayed that for that person, th- there's a greater likelihood that you're going to have an opportunity to have a real discussion with them. Mm-hmm. I was just saying to my Bible Bible study on Friday that that men are men in particular are craving. Um, adult conversation about important things. News, weather, and sports yes. gets old after a while. Men want to go way, way, way deeper. I think too that you know, when you're, you know, for a lot of men, they because we're fed so much of the news, weather, and sports, that after a while you start to say it's, it's sort of a, a, an intellectual desert for me out here. This is trivial matters. These mm-hmm. are all trivial matters, you know, and I need some meat. And it, it's sometimes difficult, even in your own churches. Sometimes churches can be, they can cater more toward uh, how women like to hear a message. And there are times guys say, just, okay, hit me, mm-hmm. hit me with it. I'm ready for some, I'm ready for some tough stuff. Sure. But, but scintillate the brain here a little bit with something that, you know, isn't, by the way, you know, the Chicago Bears did defeat the New England <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> Yeah. In the uh, yeah, in the 1986 Super Bowl, it was uh, 46 to 10. In case yeah. you needed that piece of information, boring. That you're I, boring I, me now. That's the only piece of trivia that I have. Okay, yeah, but for the most so part. in conclusion to today's yes. uh, discussion with my friend Patrick is the significance and importance of reminding yourself through God's Word who you are in Christ. Because I say you will never know who you are until you know who you are as a beloved child of the King. So once you understand who you are in Christ, you're going to start mm-hmm. to have a confidence unlike any confidence you've ever had because you are a saint and God loves you and God um, is never going to leave you or forsake you. So I think you go out into the world in strength. Uh, when you're trying to scramble to fit into the culture, you're going to find that you're a, a mess and that you're not going to fit in anywhere. Like you said, you're... You're a, a peg, a round peg, a in, round a square peg hole. in a square hole. Yeah, you fit, but it leaks. You can you can make it fit, but it leaks. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's great. What is this with you and the advice? All I, I, I don't know. I had a. I, I was just thinking about it over the weekend, and and I just know how lost people are, and how yeah. there's such horrible advice out right now by respected authors and speakers, like we heard over the over the weekend. And I thought you're, you're reminding people that. Heaven is a reward for good behavior. That's just not true. Well, and a friend dis- of mine would always say there's a ton of money to be made in telling people what they want to hear. Yeah, so true. So yeah. true. All right, Patrick, so thanks. True. Thanks for hanging Thank with you. me. And thanks for being a faithful friend and, uh, and coming on the show to get it started every week. I'm always happy to. It's fun. All right, let's take a little break. When we come back, uh, David Miles is going to be joining me today. Rosie's on a vacation with her Hubby, I think they went to Savannah, Georgia. So we're going to hear all about that when she comes back. But for the time being, we'll take a break and then we'll return with the Monday afternoon mix without Rosie. Let's get it started. Jump in your car. Yeah. What's for? 
for dinner. It's the afternoon show with Bill Arno. All right, it is time for the Monday afternoon mix. I don't know where our fancy jazz music was, but it'll all be back. That rocked. Oh, no, it rocked for sure. Yeah. Yeah, some people like that, some people don't. <laughs> That's okay. It's all good. You know, it's like ice cream. Everybody likes ice cream, right? Uh, Do you like ice cream? I like I like ice cream. Yeah, but there's I some think... flavors you like better than others, right? Mm. Yeah. How about you? Mm. You got a favorite? I don't really eat ice cream. You don't really like I like ice cream. I just don't eat it. Okay. Yeah. But I would say the peppermint mint chocolate would be my favorite. Mm. So, I mean, music and, and that humor is a little bit like ice cream. It is Everybody like likes cream. it, but there you it's go. Just, some flavors, man, it's not my cup You're of tea. You're saying there's more than 31 flavors of, there is. of humor? <laughs> there, <laughs> oh, there is for sure there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so we're without Rosie today. So the Monday afternoon mix, Ryan's more than welcome to join us if he wants us. He is, yeah. man. He so, is. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bill, you know, it's it's been it's been a neat um, just, you know, week. And, uh, you know, one of the really neat things is just the way that God likes to move um, in and through people's lives and how he likes to use our listeners and all of us in his great pursuit of people to be fully devoted followers of the Lord Jesus. And, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm excited and just like really, um, just touched by how God did this. And, uh, you know, the other day, um, sat down, had a uh, meeting with someone and, um, you know, learned a lot about them, learned about their story. And as we got into talking about their story, they began just to share a number of really, you know, neat and also just very personal things from their growing up. And, um, you know, really just listened well and asked the Holy Spirit to lead. And uh, as we got to the, as as we were meeting, the person said, you know what, I've really never talked about this before, you know. Mm-hmm. I've never really shared about this. And, um, you know, as we were coming to the end of our time, the person actually circled back to their story. And they circled back to it and just began to kind of unpack things that they were walking through and dealing with with forgiveness and anger and just different things like that. And, you know, it was really neat because the Lord, like, prompted me um, to begin to walk through um, Romans 6.23. And so I asked the person, I said, do you mind if I draw something for you and share something with you? And they said, Sure. And, uh, and began to walk through a bridge diagram, you know, the verses for the wages of sin is death, mm-hmm. but the free gift of eternal life, uh, the free gift of God's eternal life in Christ Jesus. Um, I once did a series on, uh, a message on this called 21, because in the ESV, there's 21 words in that verse. It was talking about the 21 words that can change your life. And in this passage, it walks through these very, like, important words. So it starts off with wages and how we, what we, we work for our wages, we earn our wages, and then talking about sin and then talking about death and this real big contrast with the word but, because, you know, our wages of sin lead to death. But says there's about to be something different. And but is the free gift that comes from God. And a gift is given versus wages that are earned. God is holy versus man being sinful and eternal life versus death. And during that time, just ask the, the person, 
you know, just some questions. What does this word mean to you? And this is why I wanted to bring this up. Like, I'm not bringing this up to impress you, but to impress upon you how God wants to use us in everyday conversations and being people who will listen, that we will listen. Douglas Steer said that listening to one another is perhaps the greatest gift that we can give one another. And this is the thing that I want to share, is that when we were discussing forgiveness, when we were discussing the gospel, we talked about forgiveness. But when we were talking about eternal life, I asked the question, like, what does this word mean to you? And the person said, peace. Well, here's the thing. We were supposed to get together several weeks ago, and something came up that that had to be changed. And when we actually got together, the person said, as we were going through this this bridge diagram and asking, have you ever seen this before? They're like, no, but this is so clear. This this makes sense, and this is what I want. And they said, hey, by the way, um, a couple weeks ago I was in church, and um, the, they handed out these postcards. And they said, you know, if you wanted to ask God or ask from God two things, what would you be? What would it be? And the person said, forgiveness and peace. And there it was on that bridge diagram. Hmm. And the person said, I really think that, you know, God really wanted us to have this conversation. And they were they were like, you know, this means so much. Like I've been really just processing this and and wanting to talk with someone about it. And, you know, I want to encourage um, our listeners with this because there are people who really want to have a conversation about Jesus. There are people who are really searching and, 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 and looking and literally spending a lot of time, you know, just wondering like, okay, what, what, Lord? Or sometimes they're like, I have questions about the universe. I don't know what it is. And, um, you know, one of the things that the person had, had texted me later, they just said, thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable and honest. Never shared. They, they go on to talk about they've never talked with someone about mm-hmm. their story, never connected. And then later came back and said, um, thank you for uh, your message. Their spouse, who is a believer, has said she's been praying for someone like this to come into my life for a wow. long time. But here's the thing. One of the things that so spoke to the person's life was because someone else in the body of Christ had challenged them with a question and, and a need, and the person wrote down forgiveness and peace. And a couple weeks later, they're sitting having a conversation, and from their own, own mouth, without thinking so much about it, that the topic of forgiveness came up and what, they wrote, what I wrote down for them on peace. So I want us to come back to... God is sovereignly seeking and loving, and he wants to order our steps and use us in the lives of other people. And guys, you know, it might not surprise you, but that, that made my day. That, that just amazing, um, amazingly watching God unpack that was such a wonderful thing. And it was such a joy to be able to um, be a part of what God is doing. And so, again, this is not about me. This is about Jesus. This is about God the Father. And it's about an encouragement for people to engage in conversation and engage in deep listening and let God use you in the lives of people around you. And without you realizing, they really are. People are hungry for Jesus. They really are. 
Everybody's looking for Jesus, whether they know it or not. And you can start with every conversation you have in your head, thanking the Lord that you've already gone ahead, Father, and you have prepared me to have this conversation with this person. And it might be completely unrelated to anything spiritual, Mm -hmm. but there's always that opportunity that uh, the spiritual component will come to the surface because of something you say or something you hear them say, which is even a better uh, invitation. Yeah, it is. And I mean, it's like asking good, asking good questions. Here's the amazing thing. And John, we've talked about this before in John 2, 23 through 25. You know, the Bible says that Jesus didn't entrust himself to man because he knew it was in the heart of man. But what did Jesus constantly do? He asked questions. Um, a guy named Bob uh, Teddy wrote some books, and, and one of the books talks about the 339 questions that Jesus asked. And questions, um, they un- they unpack some things, and they give people opportunity to talk. So, you know, asking a little bit about where they're from, you know, a little bit about their family. Are you oldest, middle, mm-hmm. youngest, out of how many? Guys, I can't tell you how many times when I've asked someone, are you oldest, middle, youngest? And the person's like, um, well, I- I'm the second oldest of four, well, now three. And it's like, and then asking the question, like, so, you know, tell me a little bit more. And then the person's like, I lost a sibling. Mm. And right there is a huge part of that person's life. And just listening to them, you know. And, and several conversations that I've had over my life, it's some of them have gone from asking a little bit about family straight to a person, just their heart opens because... They're carrying these things around, mm-hmm. and they're looking for answers, and and Jesus is that burden bearer. Mm. And David, you know, as we get older, there are more opportunities to have meaningful conversations, even with people you don't know well, because you can say, tell me about your family of origin. Are, are, mm-hmm. your, par- are your parents still living? Yeah. And that's an immediate, immediate entry into what they're going to share. They're going to say, no, no um, you know, my mom's alive. My, my, my father's passed and I still get to be with her and it's wonderful. And, you know, do you miss your dad? Oh, I miss him terribly. Do you have hope to see him again? You know, mm-hmm. there's a million places you can go. Yeah. And sometimes when you're asking people, as you're saying, Bill, in our age and stuff, um, a question that I like to ask people when we're talking a little bit about either parents and stuff, it's like, how are they doing in mind and body? I like that. Okay. Cause usually one of those two, either they're, either they're together or sometimes, you know, they can be great. I remember my mom saying to me, she said, baby, my mind is fine. It's just, my body can't take me the places my mind wants to go. Mm-hmm. And for some other people, it's the flip. And you'll find out that there are some <laughs> things that they're trying to navigate with their with their parents. So when you come to the end of the conversation, you know, I could look at Mitchell and say, Mitchell, you know, I really appreciate you saying, and I'm kind of making this up because mm-hmm. I haven't actually asked Ryan about this, but saying like, you know, Ryan, I really appreciate you sharing about this, this, and this. Do you mind if I pray for you as you're trying to make decisions on the next step and actually in this very interesting position of trying to honor your parents, but having to make some decisions with them and for them? And people will be like, Wow, like you'd pray for me. What did you do? You asked questions and you listened. And that person is sharing the things that are in their hearts. Mm. 
and you're saying, Lord, lead me to respond and serve that person. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it's so ripe right now for having these conversations with people. And I, I love that that is your heart every week, David, when you come in, is that we want, we want to know him better. Like it says in Ephesians 1, that we may know him better. And also to share the hope we have with others. That's the mm-hmm. mission of Faith Radio is to lead people to Christ and, and help them grow in their spiritual journey. Yeah. And, you know, another great um, opportunity in this area is earlier this year, the CDC released a report on youth. And uh, what they had found in their study was that three out of three out of five uh, girls had struggled with um, depression and hopelessness in 2021. Three out of five. Three out of five. Not surprised. Fifty-seven percent. Boys were twenty-nine percent. Mm-hmm. And then they found that like twenty-two percent had attempted suicide in the last year. That eighteen percent had made a plan. And that 10% had actually went through the plan and that 3% actually required medical care from mm-hmm. that. You know, why bringing this up? Well, the CDC was like, they're, they're urging schools and that to begin to engage more in the care of children. That provides an opportunity for us just to be listeners, mm-hmm. you know, to, and, and for those that are, that have time and that are older, you can be that adopted grandparent. Uncle, aunt, you can be that listening ear um, that people are looking for today. Mm-hmm. Have the heart of an evangelist and the heart of a lover of God. And you can share that with others as early as mm, today. We'll be right back with Pastor David Miles. This is the Monday Afternoon Mix. We'll be right back. Start each week with a moment of reflection and prayer with the Faith Radio Prayer Devotional email. Sign up today at myfaithradio.com. We're back with the Monday afternoon mix. There's a little bit of that jazzy sound that, that we love when it comes to the ma'am Monday afternoon Talking all that jazz. mix. Yeah, yeah. We're talking today how much we love to share our hope that we have in Christ with others. And there's a million ways you can do it, and there's a million opportunities if you just ask God to be in front of every conversation you have. You'll find an opportunity to have some connection with somebody about something meaningful because people are hungry for meaning. Yeah, they are hungry for meaning. You know, um, Bill, it makes me think of, um, I'm forgetting his first name, um, but Mulholland, he's a professor from um, Biola University. Yeah, I've had him on several times. Have you? Yes. And has he ever shared about his five levels of um, communication? Yes. Yes, I love that. Yes. You know, about cliche, fact, opinion, um, feelings, transparency. And, uh, you know, and my kind of weird illustration of it, and I, I lived in Ohio for a little bit, and the town that I lived in had had like an F3 tornado that hit the city. Um, but like a person could say, you know, hey, Bill, how's the weather? Well, that's cliche. Fact, well, it's 58 and, you know, cloudy and winds blowing. Okay, opinion. I think these winds are going to go by. Well, Bill, actually... Those clouds over there look like uh, the kind of clouds that are um, thunder clouds that turn into, you know, tornado clouds. Okay? That's a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. Feeling. Bill, when I see clouds like that, it scares me. Transparency. Bill, a tornado hit my home and I lost my parents. 
Mm. And if that were to happen again, I'm not sure if I could go on another day. And you see the difference between cliche fact, opinion, feeling, and transparency. And the truth of the matter is that we really desire level four and five conversations, but often spend a lot of time in level one through mm-hmm. three conversations. David, I don't mean to put you through that, but would, can you walk through that again? Because I think it would be helpful for the listeners to hear that one more time. Yeah, so Mulholland... With the illustration. Okay, so Mulholland talks about five levels of communication. At the top is cliche. Mm-hmm. Number two is fact. Number three is opinion. Number four is feeling. Number five is transparency. Okay. So cliche, fact, opinion, feeling, transparency. And um, living in a tornado area in Ohio, you know, this, this illustration came to mind. And it's the conversation of, hey, how's the weather? How's the weather is a cliche. It's a mm-hmm. question, but that's something that people often ask one another. Okay, well, it's 58 degrees. Temperature says 58. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, opinion is, you see those clouds over there, those dark clouds. Man, well, they look kind of scary like, you know, thunderstorm, tornado clones. Oh, no, they're going to pass by. Okay? They're nothing. There's a difference of opinion. Sure. Feeling is, Bill, when I see clouds like that, it makes me afraid. Mm. Transparency is, Bill, I get afraid because a tornado hit my house and killed my loved ones. Okay. And if that were to happen again, I'm not sure I could continue on. That's mm-hmm. transparency. I mean, like, that's like, that's like, you know, I don't even know, like, if, if I'd want to live another day. And so that's kind of a walking through where we get to see the difference between just simple cliche down to transparency. And, um, and oftentimes that cliche fact opinion, some of that's, that's part of just natural conversation, you know? Um, but, but the thing is when we stay at levels one, two, and three, and our souls are longing for deep communion and connection with one another in level four and five. Mm -hmm. Now I, I appreciate that David very much. Because levels four and five reveal vulnerability, mm-hmm. which is very significant. Having said that, vulnerability is always risk-taking. Because you can say that there was a tornado that came through and killed members of my family. And I could say, huh, yeah, weather can be a real bummer, can it? Yeah. And you go, ooh, ooh, that's a stake right in my heart. There was no compassion. There was no empathy. As a matter of fact, there was awkwardness. But I would say push through for more vulnerability. Yeah, and one of the, the advantages we have as believers, or one of the encouragements we have in believe, as believers, is in 1 Peter 3. And it says, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense, an apologia, to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, you know, really like listening to one another and in and, and that moment giving hope. So, yeah, and that's one of the things that makes it countercultural as a follower of Christ in this world because it sounds like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it stinks to be you. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the person who, and honoring Christ in their heart, where Christ looked down and he had compassion and he incarnated and walked among us 
and lived a life and died for us. And so, you know, in that manner of doing it. But you're right, Bill. Mm-hmm. Being being um, vulnerable, um, it, it's, it's, it can be a risky thing. Mm-hmm. It is. David, what if we were on a train together and I we didn't know each other? We're making some small talk. And I said to you, so, David, your name's David, right? My name's David. Yeah, yeah. And I said, so, David, nice to meet you. When was the last time you felt really listened to? And you, you were asking me that question? Yeah. Um, I would say this afternoon. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I was having a conversation with my wife, Tammy. Okay. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. And just felt really listened to. Beautiful. But I wonder if some people will say, you know, I don't even know how to answer that question. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't, nobody's listening to them. And that, that hurts. Oh, it's traumatic. That really hurts. Mm-hmm. On a happier note, God hears every word of every prayer, stores it in heaven. Yeah, I love uh, when he says in Jeremiah 33, um, 2 and 3, Call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and marvelous things that you do not know. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact in verse 2 of that of that chapter that he says, Call unto me, and he's like, Hey, by the way, yes, and I will answer you. Mm-hmm. It's like that encouragement and that assurance um, that comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a beautiful invitation if you are meeting somebody or you know somebody and you can take it to a level where, where you are saying, how can I be a better listener in your life? Is there anything you would like me to listen to that you, it's on your heart? People may not know how to respond to you. Like you right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to pass to Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, David, uh, you drew a big blank there, which is fine. <laughs> but we, we do miss um, relationships where we're heard and people listen to us. So that is something I would say is a great invitation to deeper spiritual relationships and deeper spiritual conversations. It is. And I think, like, Lord, how how can you help us to have the margin in our lives to be able to stop and listen. Amen. You know, and, and it is this kind of busy distractedness and um, and needing to um, disconnect. And I think there's a reason why in First John that it talks about Jesus got up early in the morning and he went out to a quiet and solitude place to spend time with the Father. Um, you know, it's important to get sleep at night. And so, um, but I, I do like early mornings because... It is. It's, it's almost like it's so quiet, and the world is literally asleep, and there's this moment of just being able to sit with your thoughts and to pray and to think. And um, But this need for us in this very harried world to have times of just quiet, even just for a few moments, and in that, then we learn how to be okay with that and then also to create those spaces for mm-hmm. others. And I would also say in this conversation, David, there is a certain amount of rejection that you're going to face when you try to show some connection to somebody and they're not going to want to go there. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you should not have those words and those words of invitation and those words of hope and those words of encouragement. Just because it may not be received or reciprocated doesn't mean it's not going to be registered in their brain somewhere. And they might say, Two months ago, this guy was talking to me, and he raised a question that I haven't been able to stop thinking about. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that is that is something. And one of the things that happened in this situation with this person that I, I sat down with, the person had actually received a card, was given a charge to write down two questions, two things that they would they want from the Lord or they wanted to talk with the Lord about. And they wrote forgiveness and peace. And there's this couple-week gap from that moment until our conversation. And so there's this way that this, this sacred space was being given to work in their heart. So sometimes the things that we, we say, they will be seeds planted. Amen. And they take time um, to germinate, to come up out of the ground, and bear harvest. And so, and, and you know, there's some things that we're going to share and many things that we're sure that we won't see the impact of. Mm-hmm. David, thank you for being here today. I know you had a challenging day. I'll leave it at that, but I appreciate your uh, willingness to be here in spite of your will, uh, challenging day. Thanks, Bill. Good you to bet. be with you guys. Yep. Pastor David Miles has been my guest for the Monday afternoon mix. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Ken Samples, the Senior Research Scholar at Reasons to Believe, is my guest. We're going to talk six biblical truths about God and government. That's all next. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.